Well, welcome back to another episode of Sit Down, Be Humble. My name is Hannah Humble, and I'm the host of this podcast. And if you're new here, welcome. You belong. You're welcome, no matter who you are, what you've been through, what you've already done. I don't even care. I'm just glad you're here. I want to be your friend. If I don't know you, um, reach out to me. I want to get to know you. If you're not new, um, welcome back. Thanks for listening to me. Thanks for trusting me with my thoughts and just kind of getting everything out there. You guys have probably seen this title, and I don't know if you're excited, but I'm excited. I've been praying for the right time to do this and I really just like I am so 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 excited because it's a lonely season for people who are single and maybe you're not even single you just want to listen because I think this is really interesting stuff um and I just love talking about relationships and being not in a relationship and stuff like that so here we go I just finished my first semester of college that is so crazy like I remember coming on here right before I was about to start and being like guys I don't know how this semester is gonna go but here we are. I just got finished. My finals were okay. They were just like, I mean, I got fine grades on them, but it's just a long week. Like in the last podcast, me and Abby talked about the week of, or I guess it's like a two week period of Thanksgiving break, like right after you come back and then finals week. That week was brutal. And it made me really, really, really tired, really, really exhausted. But I'm just glad that it's gone. But now I have six weeks of doing absolutely nothing and chilling. So here we are. I am, again, so, so, so thrilled that you're here. I love you. I'm praying for you. If you guys don't love Jesus, that's okay. Please feel free to stay because this will probably hit different for a lot of people. And I'm really, really excited because, as I said, the Christmas season, the holiday season, it's really, really, really hard for people who are single. And I'm going to speak more onto that because it's something that I'm passionate about. I feel like I can talk about a lot of different topics for hours and there's so many that I could talk about, but this is really, really high up on the list because I'm passionate about talking about it. There are people who don't talk about it and it's not talked about enough because clearly not a lot of people understand. So here we are. We're going to talk about it and I'm going to be real with you because like I say every week, honesty is my thing. I like being truthful. I like being a place where people can come and hear genuine and authentic thoughts and being super transparent and vulnerable. Um, So just thanks for coming. Thanks for listening. Keep staying and we're going to talk about some deep stuff. All right. Well, let's get started with like the first thing. Um, This time of the year, it's there's a lot of pressure of having a relationship and you know, finding the right person, finding the person that you want to spend the rest of your life with, or maybe just having someone, maybe like a situationship or a, I don't know, friends with benefits. Like there are so many things that, you know, society and the culture around you, maybe your friends are doing it and you're just like, guys, why am I not in a relationship? Why am I the only person who is feeling like this? I'm going to talk about it and I'm not going to say this is going to like make you feel so, so, so much better about yourself because I just kind of want this to be a time where we can sit and if you are single or maybe you've been single for a while or you have been single and you want something to relate to, I want this to be so relatable for you because like I said, it's not talked about and I just want to be so open about the things we're going to be talking about. So to start, I think I should preface by saying I've never been in a relationship and I've never had a boyfriend. I've never experienced a lot of these things that people are experiencing around me. And the reality of being single is that it is really, really hard sometimes and can feel super, super lonely and that you're isolated. And that's such a normal thing to feel. It's really, um, it has nothing to do with you, but something that I feel like is not talked about is like the things that people say to try to make you feel better don't necessarily make you feel better because you're asking yourself, you know, 
why am I the only person that's single out of my friend group? Why do I feel like I'm the only person um, in my family who's never experienced these things? Or does it have anything to do with my worth, my looks, my, um, my confidence, the way people perceive me, you know, like, is God trying to keep me from experiencing something that other people are experiencing? And these are such valid questions because I ask myself this all the time. And that's just the truth because if you look at someone and you're like, oh my gosh, they have everything I want. They have everything that I need. And then you look at yourself in the mirror and you're like, why am I not receiving these things? Something that I have to tell myself every time is that God is keeping me from something because he knows that it's not the right time. And that is so, 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 so hard to hear when you're in the middle of feeling alone and feeling loneliness um, because we don't want to be lonely. We don't want to feel like we're the only person that hasn't experienced these things because it makes us feel like maybe we're further back in our faith. Maybe people that are around us just don't like us or we're not as likable, but that's just like not the truth because God already chooses us. And that is something that I have to remind myself almost every day. And I really, I mean, you hear that all the time, but If you're feeling lonely about being single or not being spotted out or chosen, God has already chosen you. He's already said, you're mine and I tell you that you're mine because I call you loved and I call you seen and I call you cherished. And before you were formed in the womb, Jesus called you out as a prophet to all nations. And that is the thing that he wants you to be known as. He wants you to be known as a child of the Lord. And if no one else sees that in you, then maybe something's not right with them. You know what I mean? Like it has nothing to do with the person you are because God has already chosen you for that time. If there's something that I cry about more than anything, it is probably not having a boyfriend. And it sounds so superficial to say, but if you've never had a boyfriend or experienced these things, or maybe you have, but you didn't experience them in a right way, it is really, really difficult to get back up and tell yourself, you know what? I still am good. I still am lovable. But in reality, the world is saying everything against that. And you're like, what the heck? Like, where am I supposed to look for this confidence? Because if I'm looking at the boys around me or the girls around me for confidence, I'm not receiving that. If I'm looking for my grades for confidence, I'm not receiving that. If I'm looking for, um, you know, the way people act around me, their body language around me, like I'm not receiving that. There was one night and I was just, I was so, so lonely in my dorm room. And I was like, God, why, why am I out of everyone the only person that's never experienced this? I feel so set back. I feel so not seen. And I just feel like mad. Like genuinely, I feel so angry and I feel anger towards not experiencing this because I feel the sadness of not having experienced that. And then God literally spoke so, so clearly to me. He said, Hannah, I have already chosen you. I have already seen you and I've picked you apart and I'm protecting you. God is protecting us from things that we don't even know about. And sometimes that sucks. And I'm, I mean, I'm not saying that lightly because I get so frustrated sometimes and I know that if you're listening and you've never experienced a relationship, you know exactly how I feel. And maybe you have and you just want to empathize with people like it is a very, very hard thing to feel because you can be filling yourself up up with Jesus every day and still feel kind of that sense of like, why am I so far behind? Because not that you're wanting to fill the void with things of the world, because that's not at all what I want to do, but you're just like, you want a companion. And 
Jesus created, like God created us to crave companionship because that's how, I mean, Adam and Eve, they craved companionship together. They were, um, they were made for each other, but that's the thing. Like God wants us to wait for the person that he has already chosen for us. But before that, you know, he's already chosen us individually and it's really, really hard to fill the void with, um, Jesus instead of things of the world because we're constantly surrounded by, oh, um, yeah, you need to go and like make out with every guy at the party because it's going to make you feel better. Same thing with everything else. Like we want to go fill our ourselves. We want to go fill the voids of the loneliness that we're feeling with, you know, I'm going to go drink and waste it away. And if you do, you know, that's, that's, that's up to you. That's up with you and God and I'm not judging, but it also is not going to satisfy you. It's not going to fill you with the joy of Jesus because he's the only person that can bring you supernatural joy. But again, it is so hard because you can be filling yourself up with Jesus every day and still be like, God, why am I not, why am I not seen in that way? Um, Ecclesiastes 3 is something that I thought about because again, I like to back things up with scripture. If you don't love Jesus, again, that is totally okay. That is so good. Um, just stay, stay with me because this still has some truth, but Ecclesiastes 3, the entire chapter talks about how there's a time for everything. Um, there's a time for mourning. There's a time for dancing. There's a time for things. And just like there's a time for mourning and dancing and everything else in your life and sorrow and joy and everything like that. There's also a time for you to be single and there's a time for you to have companionship. And as sucky as that sounds, maybe you're at a time where you're just supposed to stay single. A lot of times it's like, I think about this and it's kind of a generic saying, but you can't pour from an empty bucket. And if you're not being fully satisfied with yourself and loving yourself and loving the person that God has created you to be, then it's going to be really, really, really hard to fill other people up and make other people feel seen if you don't even believe that about yourself. Um, and so sorry, I'm getting a text. This happens all the time, but there's a time for everything. And if you feel like God isn't seeing you in this time, he sees you and he has put you in this time for a reason. I mean, I mention Esther 414 all the time because it's such a timely, I keep saying time all the time. Uh, sorry, but it's such a timely verse. Because it says you have, you were created for such a time as this. And just like Esther, we are here for a reason. And God has set you with the people you're supposed to be for a reason. And the place you're supposed to be for a reason. If you're feeling lonely about not being in the right place right now, I want to encourage you that God is not surprised. He is not surprised by where you are, who you're surrounded by, what um, situation you're in right now. Like God has already specifically and hand placed you in these, um, these certain spots um, if that makes sense. And it could like be a really, really hard thing, but God doesn't promise us an easy life. God doesn't say you're going to have a good day every single day. That's not mentioned. God just wants us to trust him in the times that we feel lonely and we feel sad in. And I just want to like speak to people who have felt lonely and sad because they haven't been in a relationship. And I've talked to a few people, but honestly, it's hard to come across other people who have never dated anyone who have never been who have never literally, I've, y'all, this is so embarrassing. <laughs> this is so embarrassing, but I'm just going to say it because I know it's going to hit people. I have never even romantically held hands with a man before. Like, this is crazy. I know. It's just like, what the heck? Like, how has this never happened? Y'all, I don't know. I really don't get to know. It kind of makes me mad sometimes, but here it is. And I'm being truthful. I told you I'm going to tell the truth. And when you talk to people and you're like, God, or like, you're like, guys, I don't know why I feel like this. Why do I feel like this? Why am I not having a relationship? And then you just want to kind of rant to other people. And sometimes all you need is a good rant. 
I'm fine being completely honest. Sometimes when I talk to people, I don't want their opinion. I just want them to be like, yep, I'm listening and I'm here. So if you ever need to talk about that, talk to me about it because I love to listen because I relate. But something that always frustrated me so much and still does, and I know people saying this, it's it's, it's the truth, but it's I hate hearing it. It's just like, why am I having this? And the first thing they say is that, y'all, boys are just intimidated by you. Boys are intimidated by the confidence that you have, but you're just like, why the heck? Then why? Like, if I'm so intimidating, then why have I never received that? You know what I mean? Like, why do I don't not feel confident enough to be intimidated by, or you know what I mean? Like, it's just a frustrating thing to hear, but that's another thing. And I mentioned this in another video or podcast episode, I guess. And it's, um, a quote that I heard like a year ago. It says, walk into every room as if God sent you there. And if you have confidence that is from Jesus and you have supernatural confidence, it's going to show and people are going to notice you. People are going to see that you're different than everyone else because the joy of the Lord is shining through you. The confidence of Jesus is shining through you. Knowing who you are and who he has already said you are is going to show. And maybe that can be super intimidating, but I want to let you know that the person that you're supposed to be with is not going to be intimidated by you because they're going to be... They're going to be like, they're going to love you. They're going to want to be around you. They're going to, they're going to gravitate towards you because they love the confidence that you have in the Lord. And does that mean you're always going to have confidence? Not at all. We are not perfect. We are so imperfect that we need Jesus in order to feel the confidence every single day. It is so, so hard to feel confident when you're, you know, listening to the lies about comparison around you and you're like, oh my gosh, well, this boy likes this girl. Does that mean I'm not pretty enough? Or I had a crush on this guy or this girl for the longest time and they ended up choosing someone different. Does that mean anything about my worth? And it does not. As hard as it is to hear that and as hard as it is to go through that, and I know it's a sucky, sucky thing. Y'all, I've never gotten past even, I've never even gotten to a talking stage. Like I've gotten to a talking stage maybe like once, twice, I don't know, like barely even. And it's just, it messes with your self-confidence. So if you feel like your confidence is lacking right now, I want to let you know that you are not alone in feeling that way. You're not alone in feeling like you are behind because you are not behind because you've been through this. You know, God has created a time for everything. And I feel like I'm repeating myself, but these things are just coming out because you know the standards that you should keep. And I'm going to get more into that. One thing that I want to talk about and go into is standards and standards are so hard to have. And you know, if I'm talking to you, you know that I'm talking to you right now because your standards are so high or maybe too high for the world. I'm using quotes in that because you look around and people are like, you know, that TikTok trend. I don't know if you guys have ever seen that. It's like, my standards like two bullet points and like the number one's like loves God more than me and you're like how the heck do I find that you know God will send the right person but yeah I don't know when I'm not gonna tell you when because I don't know because I'm still waiting too but um don't lower your standards because you're bored and that's something that is so ratchet hard to hear I feel like I'm about to get a text yep there it goes um it is so kind of annoying and so frustrating to hear because you're like I want to lower my standards so bad. Like this guy is so cute and he is so into me and I just, I feel the tension. I feel like I'm going to like, you know, I just, I want to be with this guy. I gravitate towards him, but then you're like, am I doing this because I want a godly relationship or am I just bored? Because if I'm being completely honest, that's me a lot of times when I catch interest and I'm like, Hmm, 
wow, I'm really interested and I'm looking, I'm like, well, I'm just bored. I feel lonely and I feel like I want to go do something because nothing interesting is happening in my life. Go make something interesting happen in your life. Go do something. Go hang out with friends. And that's easier said than done, obviously. But, you know, it's so easy to go lower your standards when you feel like you're alone or when you feel like you're bored and when everyone else is doing it and you feel oh my gosh, um, I'm not going to be able to hang out with them if I am just third willing them the whole time or fifth willing them the whole Guys, the other day I ate dinner, I was ninth wheeling, if that's even a thing. I don't even know if anyone's ever ninth wheeled before. That was me. And that's me all the time. But guess what? It's okay. So if you're the ninth wheel, come ninth wheel with me because I would love that. And I know that it happens more often than people talk about. So period. Um, So don't lower your standards because you feel bored. Don't lower your standards because you think the best that you're going to get is not good. I am really preaching to someone right now because I know there is someone listening. And if you're feeling the heartbeat right now and you're like, she's talking to me, she's talking to me, I am talking to you. And it's not hate. It's it's doing it because like I have been there. When you look at yourself and maybe you're in a bad relationship right now. Um, I saw a quote the other day and I sent it to my, I sent it to Westray. Um, let me find it real quick. Hold on. Don't mind. I'm looking at my camera roll, but y'all, there is so much stuff in my camera roll now. Okay. I found it. It says, it is better to be single and wish you had a relationship than to be in a relationship and wish you were single. Oh gosh, that hits hard. I want to say that again. It is better to be single and wish you had a relationship than to be in a relationship and wish you were single. Y'all. If there is something that I am so grateful about being single is, is that I know that I'm not going to be mistreated. You know what I mean? Um, being mistreated and being uh, like abused or not even abused, but just knowing that you're in a relationship with someone who does not meet any of your standards and you're kind of just stuck. It's a hard situation. It is a sucky, sucky situation. I have so many people who I've talked to about this and you know, it's really, really, really hard to get out of a relationship or even a situationship and you're not even dating with someone just because you're wrapped. It doesn't mean that you're so into them. It doesn't mean that like, oh my gosh, I love them. I'm so infatuated. It's just hard to get out of it, you know? And if you're in that situation, I just want to let you know that like, it is so much better to walk with Jesus through this than it is with someone who doesn't understand the love of God. Because if people don't realize the love that Jesus has for you, then it's going to be so hard to love them the way that Jesus loves you. Um, and I mean, the Bible, it talks about how God, how your man, your man should love you as Christ loves the church. And is that hard to come across? Yes. That's why God has specifically placed you in this time for a reason. And, um, don't ever underestimate your gut. There was a question when I sent that thing out on my Instagram story. It was like, how to, um, how to trust God when going through a breakup. And I love, oh my gosh, the guys, I didn't even plan this out. Like, this is just so crazy how the Lord works. Because if you're going through a breakup, maybe you just broke up with someone. Maybe you want to break up with someone. Maybe there's a situationship you're in and you want to end it, but you don't want to hurt someone's feelings. Or you just know that your standards should be higher than what they are now because you feel like you've fallen already too close. First of all, it's never too late to start over. It is never too late to start over. And guess what? God forgives you for the things that you've already done, but why not live life free than um, feel like trapped the entire time? And again, it's easier said than done. I'm not saying it's going to be easy, but trusting God through a breakup is so easy um, when you know it's the right thing to do. I'm not going to say it's so easy, but it's easy 
it's easier to, how am I trying to word this? It's easier to compensate yourself when you know that it's the right thing to do. And that's what I said. Don't underestimate your gut. There is a thing, I don't know if you guys ever watched The Bachelor or The Bachelorette. I love that. It's one of my favorite shows. But um, it was Hannah Brown season. It was probably what, like four years ago, five years? I don't even know. I remember me, shout out Hannah and Sheila. We used to watch it. But Hannah Brown's, oh, and Tyler Cameron, ugh, love. But she would always be like, I don't know if I want to follow my heart or my head. She's like, I'm going to follow my heart because at the end of the day, my heart is always right. Don't follow your heart. Y'all, do not follow your heart. Follow your intuition. God has given you such a good intuition and it's up to you to decide if you want to listen to that or not. Um, Yeah, so trust your gut. If you know you're not in the right situation, even if you feel a slight doubt that you're not in the right situation, get out of it. Get out of it before it gets even more worse than it is because I promise you it can get worse than it is now. And I'm not speaking that over you because I don't want any situation that's already bad to be worse. But I'm just saying get out of it because I promise you it is so much easier to be single and want a relationship than it is not to. Um, But yeah, trust your gut. You guys are smart. You guys have discernment. And that is just something that, you know, happens. Um, moving on from breaking up though, I want to speak to being single. I want to speak to the loneliness. I want to speak to the people who have cried at night because they feel like they're not seen. It is so okay to feel like that. And I'm not saying we should sit in that. I'm not saying we should feel like this every single day because the truth is is that God is the one at the end of the day who's going to give us joy. And I've I've heard so many stories of people who are in relationships and it's a good relationship, but they're like, you still don't get that void filled. Like you still don't feel that way. But again, I'm not going to talk about that for a whole bunch right now because I want to talk to the girls or maybe even the boys, but like most of the girls, cause I can't relate to the boy. Um, if you just feel like, like ugly, um, you're not first of all, and you're not alone in feeling that way because again, It is not your fault. You're just in a time right now where you shouldn't be in a relationship and maybe God's protecting you. I mentioned this in the last podcast, but your, your future spouse could be praying that you aren't in like a situationship right now or being hurt by another person and you never know, but it's also a sucky thing to go, go through, especially when you try talking to people about it and they don't understand And they're like, you're just intimidated. You're just intimidating. Boys are just scared of you. Trust God's timing. Oh my gosh. Y'all, y'all. Oh, if you have, if you have been single for a very long time or you're being single or you have never, you know, done anything like me, you're never, or you're like me. I mean, I can't even talk right now. I'm just too excited. Um, you're like me and you've never experienced these things. And then you go and someone tells you, trust the Lord when all you're doing is trusting God, that is the worst thing to hear in the entire world. And I told, I was talking to my roommate Zemi about this because I was like, that is just something I don't want to hear. Like, yes, because I hear it all the time and it's true. Yeah, God's timing, but also hearing that over and over again and like, it just, it frust. I don't know if it does it to you, but like, it frustrates me so bad to hear people talking to me and being like, you just need to trust God. You just need to trust his timing when like, All you're doing is trusting his timing. There's a reason why you haven't gotten a relationship and it's because you know your standards. You know who God has called you to be and you know the person that God wants you to be with is going to be someone who loves you the way he loves you. And you're just like, oh my gosh, well, I don't really know what to say to that because I am trusting God's timing. It just is a sucky situation. And again, people who have never experienced this feeling of solitude and 
loneliness in this specific way won't understand. They're not going to be able to be like, yeah, I know. It's just like sometimes you just need people to be like, you're you're so okay to feel that way. Because yeah, it's lonely. It's a sucky situation. And I hate it for you. I hate that you haven't experienced these things and I want you to experience these things. But again, you know your standards. You know what you deserve. And that's another thing. If you know you deserve better. Oh my gosh, wait, how did I miss this? Y'all, if you are hearing this right now, like if there's one thing to take away from this, let this be it. Let this be it. Nothing fires me up more than the quote, if you think you deserve more, you do. Because also, that is your gut and your discernment telling you, you know what? Maybe I shouldn't be in this situation. Maybe I shouldn't be in this relationship. Maybe I shouldn't get myself out there in this way because I know that that's not what I deserve. If you have a single thing about that in your head and you're just like, I don't feel peace about this, it is not of God. Because God is a God of peace. And if you think you deserve better, I can promise you that you do. God does not want you to settle. He is not a God of settling. He is not a God of, I'm going to give you this because it's just enough. No, God wants to give you exceedingly and abundantly more because he loves you. God cares for you. God loves you more than anyone in the world could love you. And he wants you to experience his love in that way. So if you think you deserve more, you do. And that goes into being isolated because it's talking about, like, I I mean, there was a lot of people that answered that question, quote, you know, like, thoughts on singleness, and a lot of them was talking about being isolated. Being isolated freaking sucks. Like, and not that you are isolated from people because at the same time, you could be like me and have so many amazing friends and, like, all you want to do is talk to them. All you want to do is hang out with them because, like, if you're like me, I don't know if you guys ever do any Enneagrams. I haven't, like... Honestly, I haven't thought about that in a while, Enneagrams, but um, I'm an Enneagram 7, so I'm a very, very, very extroverted person who loves people, love talking, which again, if I don't know you, I want to like get to know you, but um, it is really, 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 really easy for us to be surrounded by people and still feel lonely because we don't feel that attention from boys, and if I'm being completely honest, I crave that male attention, and I think it's normal too. I think if you're a girl right now listening... Um, and you've never experienced that, it's normal to want to experience that because also God has created that for us. He wants us to experience that type of stuff. And if you've never experienced that, you're like, I'm missing out on so much. First of all, you're not missing out on it. I mean, actually that's a little bit sad. Like it makes you want to miss, it makes you feel like you're missing out on it. And again, I experienced that like on the weekly because I'm like, I want to experience someone wanting to hold my hand. I want to experience someone wanting to hug me and wanting to hang out with me because I'm me. And then you look at everyone else and you're like, oh, but they're already experiencing that. So why the heck am I not? But again, if you know you deserve better or if you think you deserve better, you know you do deserve better. And being isolated can be a good thing and it can also be a bad thing. So the good things about being isolated is that you get to spend more time with working on yourself and working on your relationship with God because again... When your relationship with God is, you know, secure and you know who he has called you to be and you know, um, you know, like, I love the Lord. Like, the Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is the person that I go to for everything. It's going to make life so much easier. And and again, like I said earlier, it doesn't mean that every day is going to be easy at all. That's not at all what what it's talking about. But God helps the days that are so rough where you don't know what else to do except to go to him. So, 
if you're single right now and you're like, I don't even know what to do with my time, go spend time with, with God. And that doesn't mean like, oh my gosh, I have to dive into a devotional every day for three hours. That's not all I'm saying. Talk to Jesus. Listen to worship music. You know, you can be literally on a run or on a walk with, I don't know, your friends or your AirPods. I don't know. Um, just talk to him. He wants to listen to you. He wants to talk to you about these things. And guess what? Oh my God. Wait, ah! guys, I totally forgot about this. Oh my gosh. How did I not know this? I know that Jesus probably craved that same companionship. Oh my gosh, guys, I could just cry because I never even thought about that until just now. Well, I have like not for this podcast. Jesus was 33 and died at 33, never having a relationship in that way. He never had a romantic relationship, but he lived a human life, which means he probably craved that. He probably wanted that attention because all his friends were receiving that and they were getting wives and they were getting husbands and they were having kids and they were experiencing all these life things. And Jesus just was not because he focused on his relationship with the Lord above all things, above all things. And he also focused on the relationship of people around him because he cared so much for people and their well-being because I mean you guys have heard the stories about Jesus he loved so hard but also he never experienced a romantic relationship and that I mean that just gives me so much I don't know peace and just like kind of comfort because you think that or it's easy to think that Jesus doesn't know how we feel and that he's just a god and doesn't know what it's like to be human but the, like Jesus was literally human and experienced the same exact thing. So I guarantee that the things that you're feeling right now, Jesus has already felt on a like on a spiritual level and on a human level. And I just want you to know that you are not alone in feeling like that. Like the feeling of being loneliness sucks. The feeling of not ever experiencing these things sucks. But Jesus already experienced that. And that's the good thing about being isolated is that we know who we are because we trust the God who created us. And he's already, he's already felt all these things. And that's just kind of comforting, at least for me to hear. But also being isolated can be a bad thing because if you isolate yourself in the thoughts of loneliness and the thoughts of I'm not good enough for someone or I'm not pretty enough for someone or I'm not, you know, like boys don't want me because I don't have the right body or boys don't want me because I'm not smart enough or they don't like the things that I do. Like that is not at all how we're supposed to feel. But no one, no one can tell us that we can't feel like that. It's a normal thing. I feel like that. I know who God has called me to be. And I still feel like that sometimes because Satan knows that if this is something that you struggle with, he's going to take that and he's going to run with it because that's just what he does. He comes to still kill and destroy and he hates you. He hates the way that you, he hates the way that you feel when you're happy and he wants to kill that. He wants to destroy the joy that you already have because you, sorry, because you know who, who you are, you know, who you're called to be and you know what you deserve. And he's going to be like, no, girl, go ahead and settle. No, guy, you know, like that girl that you want, I'm going to give her, I'm going to give her to you, but not for the right reasons. Like that, those little lies that we tend to believe about ourselves, it's Satan coming in because he wants to ruin the things that you already know about yourself. And um, someone asked, you know, how do you pray during the time of waiting? I'm going to make a whole new episode of just like waiting because you can be waiting for something really specific or something big or a relationship, something way more um, more different than maybe a relationship. But praying specifically for a time of waiting for a relationship, I want to say, first of all, tell God how you feel. God doesn't want you to go and act like everything's perfect because, again, he hasn't created perfection. God never created you to 
go to him for the things that you're excited about. I mean, he wants you to go for things that you're excited about, but he doesn't want your life to be a lie. He doesn't want you to go up and only tell him the good things that are happening. He wants you to give him everything. And if that means telling him that you're mad because you don't feel seen, do that. If that means telling him that you're upset because you feel like you're not pretty enough, tell him that. Because if you open up his word and you listen to things he's going to say, he's going to give you peace about it. He's going to show you, you know what, this is a lie that you're believing and I'm going to switch your your viewpoint of that because I see you as perfect. I see you as golden. I see you as more precious than jewels. And I see you as someone who's worthy of feeling loved the way that I love the church, you know. So pray specifically for your future spouse. I started doing this when I was probably like 12 years old. Um, I don't know. If you guys like writing, write down, you know, notes for them. Write down the things. Oh my gosh, y'all, there's something that I just started doing, or not started doing, it's like a one-time thing, but I wrote down a whole list and it says, he's the one if, and then it's a bunch of like things I know I want, like specific attributes in my future spouse. And the thing is that God is, God cares about your desires. And I'm not saying these things are like always going to happen, but, um, God wants to exceed your expectations, especially when you're doing it for the right reasons. If you're trusting that God's going to bring the perfect quote-unquote man for you, he's going to exceed your expectations and bring you the person he knows is right for you. And you're never going to be dissatisfied with the things that God has for you because it's God. We serve a God of perfection and a God who loves us and a God who wants us to, um, to live life fruitly, like fruitfully. So we are, I mean, we're gifted these things in the fruit of the spirit and God wants us to experience life with those gifts and with the spiritual gifts he's offered us. And if that means praying for specific attributes for your spouse, do it. It makes you feel better. I mean, I do it all the time and it just, it helps you remind yourself that like, I have to keep these standards because I know the love that I deserve and period. That's about it. So, um, There is so much, so, so much I can talk to you about it. And if you are listening and you're like me and you've never experienced these things, or maybe you've gone through a breakup and you don't, you just want someone to listen to you, please call me, ask to meet up with coffee, like for coffee or lunch. I want to talk to you about it because this is something that I am so, so passionate about because I get lonely about this. I feel sad because I'm like, am I not pretty enough? Am I not valued enough? Like, why has a boy never opened a car door for me? Why have I never received flowers? Y'all, I have never gotten flowers from a man, except for my dad, I guess. But, um, like, I have never experienced these things, and it makes me sad. It makes me feel lonely, and I know that I'm not alone in feeling these things, because maybe you're listening, and you feel the exact same way. Or maybe you just weren't treated the right way in a relationship, and you're like, why am I not valued enough? Well, I can tell you right now that you are, and if you need someone to talk to you about it, hit me up, because I want to talk to you about it. This topic is not a light topic, but again, it's a topic that needs to be talked about because if it's not, then people are going to be going and questioning their worth. And that's not what we want because we know who God has called you to be and it's loved. And until you find someone who loves you the way Jesus loves you, then I don't know, keep waiting. You can wait with your friends, wait with me. Um, but again, it's hard. Also, if someone asks you on a date, it's not, it's not the worst thing in the world to say yes. I mean, you know what I mean? Just felt like I needed to say that because if you're stressed, be like, oh, there's also so much pressure about finding the one. And sometimes it happens. Like, I mean, my brother and sister-in-law, shout out Sam and Zoe, like, you know, high school relationship, high school sweethearts ended up marrying each other. Like sometimes that does happen. But again, if that doesn't happen to you, that's also okay. So don't be afraid to say yes to things 
take a leap of faith, take a step of just trusting who Jesus is because he already knows who your person is and he knows how you feel. He's been in that situation and he wants to love you through it. So yeah. Okay. Well, with that being said, I love you so, so, so much. And I am so blessed and grateful and honored that you guys stayed and listened to this. It's a big topic and I want to keep talking about it. I'm probably going to make more podcast episodes about this specifically because there is so much more that I have to say about it. But again, I'm already at 36 minutes and it's a long time and people have things to do. But, um, I am so just so honored and grateful for you. If you guys want to go follow my Instagram, it's Hannah Liz Humble. And I also have my sit down, be humble pod Instagram. I post updates there, things about my life, things happening. Um, Again, if you want to meet up with me, please let me know. I love you and come back for next week's episode.